Bidiwa. Welcome to Blade Runner in Character, where you'll hear things you people wouldn't believe. Oh, I agree. Each episode, myself and Ian, two not exactly pleasure models, will in turn look at a character from both the original and 2049. I hope you don't mind me taking the liberty. I was careful not to drag in any dirt. Their scenes, their backstory, the actor, behind the scenes, trivia, and I'm sure an awful lot of waffling. Where's the subject? I predict today that you're going to say two things. Oh, God. You're going to mention two things. Now, I, I want to see, really, I, sh I should write it down on a piece yeah. of paper and send it to you as you, as you say it, but uh, you're going to have to trust me. I trust but you. There are two things I am sure that you're going to mention when we talk about Chew, right? That um, I'm sure you're going to say. Oh, okay. You'll have to let us know if I do say it. Because I thought of you both times. Right. All right. <laughs> okay. Right. So here we go. Yes, we're talking about Chew today. Chew, Chew, Barnaby Groove. Yes, he should be a train driver. He should um, be, yeah. I don't know if that's his first name. I don't know if that's his surname. I do not know. We don't know oh, much about this fella, um, do we? There is, uh, I don't know, on the, the Blade Runner wiki, it does give him a first name. Um, I haven't looked at the wiki for him. Have you not? Ooh, Normally uh, I look at the wiki. Guess, guess what his first name might be? Um, uh, I? No, no. That would be good, yeah. I, I chew. Do you? Um, <laughs> it is to do with chewing, or you would think it is connected to chewing. Mandible. That would be a great name, Mandible Chew. Uh, no, it's Hannibal. Hannibal, Hannibal Chew. Hannibal Chew, yeah. All right, Han he don't look like a Hannibal. No, I. D I mean, this is a, obviously a different world now, but Hannibal doesn't scream as an Asian name, does no. it? Really? No. No. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, if you, because um, evidently there's not. To be fair, there ain't a lot on the wiki about him. Okay. Um, basically, they're saying he's loosely based on. Uh, a guy from uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep, who was named, weirdly, Hannibal Sloat. Hannibal Sloat. Yeah, like Stoat, but with an L. Sloat. And, and was he an eye person? Uh, he was uh, a genetic engineer. Right. Okay. Or, or what, whatever the 1970s equivalent of genetic engineer was. What they predicted they yes. would be. Yes, yeah. Okay, all right. Well, Hannibal then. Hannibal, yeah. Hannibal. Uh, we see Hannibal when uh, Roy and Leon decide to go to his shop. What? Yeah. Well, this, this. Yeah. I suppose that's the first question: is is he is he a freelancer? And so is is, is he like a third party? And Tyrell goes to him because he doesn't seem to be employed by Tyrell, does he? Directly. No. Oh, and yeah. and it does look like a shop. It does it? look like a shop. It's got a big. A big uh, horrible eyeball outside. An eye works, yeah. which yeah. is written sideways and going upwards. But how much passing trade is there for genetically designed eyes? But you could say that about the snake, uh, the snake lady. It's true. You know, she she had like a stall in the market, and she was yeah. doing something with scanners and things, wasn't she? Yeah. All, all these odd scientists that are just working in the marketplace. Yeah, it's it's weird as well because. When um, when Roy and Leon come in, 
which is great. This whole scene is lovely, but he tries to contact presumably security or reception or something. So I'm presuming that Leon and Roy have at least made unconscious, but probably killed more people. Yep, that's my my yeah, take to from get it. Here. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, the the question before all that though is, how have Roy and Leon worked out who this Chew is and to go for him for information? Yeah, because I know we've mentioned before about um, what is Roy's plan coming to Earth. How much of it was engineered? no pun intended um, but in this it's interesting because they Chu mentions uh, Tyrell and Roy goes the Tyrell Corporation as if it's a surprise and it's no, like but, no, but Leon's no, no. already no, working I, from no I've always got from Roy when he says the Tyrell Corporation he looks up at Leon and Leon looks a bit sheepish he's just reminding Leon oh, right. you messed you up you screwed that up could yeah, be, yeah. Things were going all right with you undercover yeah. at the Tyrell. <laughs> what did but, you have to yeah. have to go and avoid comp done for? But they they definitely don't know who um, JF Sebastian is. No, because he goes, uh, you need to speak to Sebastian. He goes, Sebastian, who? Yes. Um, but so how yeah, did they yeah. find out about Chu? I don't Apart know. from the fact he's got a bloody great sign which says "I yeah. works outside." Unless that's one of the things that Leon found out in his first couple of weeks. At Tyrell. Yeah. You know, perhaps Leon was in charge of offloading eyes or something from the, you know, the waggers. Perhaps um, Leon had to pick up deliveries from Chu or something. Yeah. And that's how yeah. they knew where he was. Yeah. Well, there he is. He's, he's at his table. Uh, the first thing we see inside this shop, or whatever it is, is this close-up of an eye being taken out of a little yellow container. Um, and if you look in the foreground, for some reason, there's some clay pipes. Yes. In, a, in a plant pot, just stuck in a plant pot. Um, and there's our man, he chuckling yeah. to himself, talking to himself. Um, he seems, seems quite happy. En yeah, enjoying his work. Yep. Um, what are your thoughts on this lab thing? I, I like it. It's, got? it's, again, very, very sort of cluttered and messy, but in a, in a slightly less sort of um, dirty way than, say, JF Sebastian's place. Um, but yeah, I, I do I do like the look of this this shop, and I do like Chu's look as well. Mm. Um, he's he's got a set of uh, of sort of um, magnifying glass glasses that I think oh I could do with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'd be handy for modelling. Um, and I like the fact that he's he's plumbed in as when I first watched this like, as as a <laughs> as a sort of kid. Um, I, I wondered the most about Chu, because so in, in my mind, back then, I thought, oh, is he is he like some sort of cybernetic thing? Why is it? And it was only sort of after I thought, no, no, it must be just heating pipes or, yes. you know. I do. I I love the uh, the. I I don't know whether it's just on this the latest version or whether it was on the original. When uh, when Leon rips his. Uh, sort of park apart and you get this sound as if it was a vacuum seal yeah yeah it's like, hang on his his collars all open <laughs> yeah it's, it's quite quite funny but yeah it, it's obviously just a heating system yes it could um, be that that noise you hear is that that those heating pipes go into like hot water bottles but full yeah. of air could be yeah. and that when he rips that that's the, them coming out um when 
uh, they, they, they they enter and you, you see the door open, you just see their feet and they enter. Yeah. There's the first thing that I thought that you would say. When you see oh, their right. feet and they start walking towards the camera, did you oh, think of anything? It's not the alien floor, is it? It's not the alien floor, oh, but right. it's something to do with the floor. And I thought you were going to mention it. Oh, I no, think you're going to disappoint me. No, I, don't, I can't think of anything. They look just like the duck boards in The Thing from oh, Another right. World. Oh, wow. The ones that scare out. Yeah, um... No, I didn't notice. That's, no. I wonder if that's uh, deliberate. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. So we get a shot of him from the back. Yep. True, this is with with all the heating pipes going up and in, and they get pulled. I don't know who who, who pulls them. I don't know if it's Roy. It's most probably Leon. Yeah. Uh, Le- gets, Leon's antagonistic straight away. Yes. Yeah. He pulls it's, them. He yeah. pulls them back. Then he realises somebody's behind him. Yep. He turns round, and we get our first proper look at him with this big padded jacket on that yes. he's got and I there's lo- the second thing oh, that right. I thought you were going to say does oh. his that, that, does his profile while he's wearing his coat before it gets ripped off does that remind you of anything um, other than he, he looks a bit like uh, you know the thing again but John Carpenter's were that sort of Parker in the snow type uh, oh you let me no. down Ian I, I I thought you'd go yeah thing duck boards and the, the, the way he's like bottom heavy in this furry coat I thought you were going to say Doctor Who Yeti oh right no I didn't get that he's not no. cuddly enough for the Yeti no <laughs> it would have been funny if he was wearing a Yeti costume yes you but know. he's he's not cuddly he's furious no. isn't he he's angry I do love the fact that how he behaves with those pipes because yeah Leon or Roy grabs it and he gets immediately annoyed and that that's just that's reminded me so much of myself when I'm doing anything with the lead on like soldering or you know anything or headphone wires because you get into that where you've got you're trying to move backwards and yep. not get it tangled around your chair and stuff like that but yeah he's immediately annoyed I get a feeling he doesn't like getting interrupted but he probably gets interrupted a lot because yeah. he's not surprised at all is he Nope. And he turns he, round yeah. and uh, yeah, he lets them have it in Chinese. Thunder rolled around their shores, burning with the fires of Ork. Come to Ndaka. Ndaka! You not come here! Illegal! Hey! Hey! Sabakalda! Cold! Those are my eyes! Freezing! Longevity, insect dates. Don't know. 
I, I don't know such stuff. I just do eyes. See? Just eyes. Genetic design. Just eyes. You Nexus, huh? I design your eyes. Sure. If only you could see what I've seen with your eyes. Questions. I don't know answers. Who does? Tyrell. He, he knows everything. Tyrell Corporation? He's big boss, big genius. He, he designed your mind. Your brain? Huh? Smart. <laughs> Not an easy man to see. Can be caught. I guess. Sebastian, he take take you there. He take you there. Sebastian who? Jay? Jay? basically he's, he's sort of annoyed that he's been interrupted but he's also annoyed because he's sort of saying it's illegal for you to be here and it? it's against the rules yeah. so yeah it, it, he's not at all scared or worried or anything like that until he realizes the cold isn't affecting them yes uh, and then he suddenly becomes very worried yeah this this little radio that he's got on his shoulder he, he barks into that yes yeah. in behind the scenes i'll tell you exactly what he's saying at that point oh, right. right? Oh, okay. and i think this is the first point where he's get, starting to get a bit worried because there's no answer yeah. he looks a bit worried that there's no answer on his radio um as, as you say they've most probably killed whoever that was you know man in the inner door or whatever yeah and uh, Roy introduces himself with the lines, Fiery the angels fell, deep thunder rolled around their shores, burning with the fires of Orc. As he slowly... I love Roy. I, I love yeah. Roy. And here, th he's just magnetic in this scene in Chew's Place. The way he slowly steps forward, quoting Blake like that. Well, he's just he's mesmerising in every scene, isn't he? He's head and shoulders above everyone else, mm. uh, is Roy. Yeah. So Chu is, yeah, he's worried, but he's still angry. He sidles yeah. up to Roy. It's illegal. I, I yeah. don't know if he just means, you know, this is off limits. I think so. Just had someone being inside that presumably um, hermetically sealed uh, place. I, the only thing that worries me is, like, he's obviously, you know, it's a, it's a lab and he's doing genetic stuff with eyeballs. And that, but he's wearing what looks to be a genuine fur coat. Yes. So you're going to get hairs all over. <laughs> He's got very grubby fingerless gloves on as yes, well. Yes, yeah. Yeah. He warns Leon not to put his hand in yeah. the tank. That That's the glow stick material stuff. You know, you're getting glow yes. sticks at yeah. fun fairs and stuff like that. It's that. They they realise that it's not toxic and you can put your hand in it. So old Brian 
you know, does so. And yeah. he says, those are my eyes. And I think that's when he realises things are, are not going to go yes. well, well, is when Leon's not harmed by putting his hand in the freezing cold substance. Yeah, he, um, yeah, he realises these aren't normal people. And I think he then rapidly realises they're replicants. And I'm presuming that, you know, in this world where you're building replicants and that, the news of the of the the killings and that would have been sort of gossip, wouldn't it? So mm. he, he presumably knows sort of who these people are, as far as these have got to be the Nexus Sixes that have uh, illegally come to Earth. Because he say, he says to Roy, doesn't he? He goes, "You Nexus." Yeah, um, yeah. I then, think that's when yeah. the penny drops, just yeah. who he's dealing with, and um, he's in deep doo-doo, because that's when yeah. Leon rips his coat off. Yeah. I don't think you could do that. Can you rip a coat in half like that, no, no, no matter how strong you are, without the person inside it falling over? I don't quite see how you could do that. No, I. If, whenever we see sort of uh, strength shown on a lot of stuff... Physics wouldn't let it work. Yeah, the amount of effort you'd have to put in, he would have basically... Yeah, knocked uh, over. Yeah, um, it's a, it's the same as like when the bionic man lifts up a car, and it? it's like, yeah, you've got a bionic arm, but your shoulder joint downwards isn't bionic. <laughs> your arm would just tear up. Where is all that weight yeah. going? Yes, exactly. Yeah, um, but yeah, it it reminds me very much of the um, when uh, uh, Raban in June, nineteen eighty four, June rips uh, Max von Sydow's still suit open mm, before yeah. they get him, and it's that same. Even as a kid, I knew that was dangerous for Chew. You know, and so yeah. what's he done? But yeah, Leon just don't care, does he? He's he's having fun at this point. Yep, yep. Um, you know, Roy starts the questions, but Chew says, "I don't know anything about insect dates or morphology or long longevity. I just do eyes." This guy is in one scene in this film, and you know. He, oh, so he's memorable, so memorable yeah. and his lines I just do eyes yeah. has just been stuck in my head all these years I just do eyes um, it's interesting as well that uh, Roy's previously been waxing poetic to chew but then when he's asking his questions it's they're not even questions are they they're just no. words yeah you know morphology insect date and it yeah Chew immediately knows what he's on about, what he wants. Yeah, and that's it's dawned on him. He could because yeah. he says, "Your Nexus, huh?" He says, "I design your eyes." It, it must be the first time you know eyes that he's genetically designed have looked back at him. Yeah, I, gu I, I guess he's never met a Nexus before. I doubt it, because a Nexus are only off-world. So I'm presuming Chew doesn't look like the sort they would let off-world. He looks. Again, he, he looks like genetically there's something up with him, doesn't he? Mm. Um, so, yeah, this is probably the first time he's met a real breathing nexus. Um, I also get the feeling he's he knows he's probably going to die at this point. And I, I sort of think he's trying to ingratiate himself a bit. And it's like, I, I designed your eyes. Yes. That's got to be something... Uh, but, but yeah, that's Roy, brushed yeah. up by Roy. He just yeah, says, oh, yeah. he just says, Chew, if only you could see what I've seen yeah. with you know your eyes. Who's got the answers <laughs> back to it? Yeah. And uh, yeah, we said in the JF Sebastian uh, uh, episode that yeah, Chew rats Jay off. Yes, yeah, Jay off right away. Yeah. Wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, because he says Tyrell. 
who's the big yep. boss. He designed your brain. Try, I guess, trying to... Yeah, it's a bargaining thing. I've got information. So, yeah. I'll tell you, just let me live. Because he says, very cold. It's like, yeah, yeah you know, Ty yeah. Tyrell, he's the big boss. He designed your brain. Very cold. I didn't realise... I've, I've always watched this film, and he says... I've always thought he says, very cold, twice. But he yeah. doesn't, because I watched it this morning with subtitles on. And he says, very cold, and then he says, give me coat. Oh, right. Which I've always heard as very cold, another very yeah. cold, and that's when Leon moves up with yeah. an eyeball and puts it on <laughs> one shoulder, yeah, and then another one on the other shoulder, and yeah, that's when he stutters out, Sebastian, he'll take you there, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Roy Roy ends things by where do we find this J.F. Sebastian? Sits back smugly. And uh, that's the end, that's it. The of, end of, of, of yeah. Chu's thing. It yeah. wasn't going to be the end. There no, was a, no, a, another it, scene, wasn't there? There was, yes. Um, yeah, so they, they were going to have a scene of them finding Chu's frozen body. Um, I mean, it does worry me that... that Because Roy's been in there, what, two minutes tops? And his coat is already starting to freeze. Yes. And I'm thinking, why is it that cold in there? You would want specific parts for storage in that, but why is the whole room... The whole place. Yeah. I mean, there, yeah, there's stalactites hanging from the yeah. ceiling. Stalactites of ice yeah, hanging so, from the ceiling. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they... Now, weirdly, I've got this I've got this sort of weird Mandela memory that I've seen a photo of the frozen chew, but evidently they didn't film it. No, they didn't film it. No. So You're not I don't mixing know it up with, um, you know, say, um, the Fuchs frozen body in Poss the thing or possibly, something like yeah, that. Possibly, I, To the point where, just before we started recording, I was looking around online, you know, Google searching something. I've seen this somewhere, I've seen this somewhere, but no, evidently they didn't film it. He would, they were, I'm glad they didn't because they were going to do the, the age-old joke, weren't they, of he's frozen and a, someone like a cop bumbles into it and he falls over and shatters. Mm. And it's like, oh, I'm glad they didn't do that. No, no. But I quite I'm, like that. He's, he's at, you could, if you were, if you wanted to fool yourself, you could think that Chu got away. I don't think he did, though. No, I don't think he did. No. They can't risk Chu getting on the phone and warning Tyrell and JF Sebastian. There's two Nexus sixes yeah. coming over to see you. Yeah, he. Um, he knows he's got to know he's dead, and he, that Roy can't leave him. No. No. Although Leon did uh, keep an eye on him. <laughs> Sorry. Blimey. <Eye me. laughs> oh dear. Uh, right, so with Chew out the way, yes. uh, the behind the scenes on the There chat, wasn't a lot to chew, was there? There's not much to chew over, no. no. Uh, yeah, they filmed this in a meat locker in oh, Vern right, in so Vernon, California. Cold. Yeah, it, oh, absolutely yeah. it was cold. And that was the problem because it was a proper meat locker they dressed it and everything, then, yeah. you know, uh, switched it on, froze it all down. and uh, But they could only film for 30 minutes at a time because it was so cold, the oil in the projectors, wow. in the cameras, sorry, would uh, start freezing. Um, but then they had another problem in that after, you know, an amount of time in there, the carbon arcs used for the lighting would eat up all the oxygen. So yeah. everyone would start getting sick. Also, the carbon arcs were chucking out all this heat, which was making all the frozen areas 
uh, melt. Brilliant. And also, uh, <coughs> it warmed the air up enough that there wasn't any frost on anyone's breath. So they had to turn the lights on at the very last minute. A, so you get the frosty breath, and B, so you don't gas your uh, um, actors. So yes, obviously, the, the, uh, this, it's a shame, really, this was done before the thing, because they could have learned, couldn't they, that you don't need it cold. No. It's not it's not the cold that gives you the frosty breath. You just need so, Kurt yeah. Russell chugging on a cigarette just yeah. before he uh, breathes do, out. Yeah, I do wonder... I love it when you see in films where they're, they're doing this. And fair dues to them, they're trying to be authentic. But they have so much trouble with it. I think, why did you bother? Mm. No no one's going to watch that Blade Runner and go, oh, it was a good film, but ruined for me, because in that cold scene, I couldn't see their breaths. Mm. Yeah. Now they would just CGI it, wouldn't they? Yes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what else have I got? Uh, yeah, the the eyeballs that Leon puts on Chew's uh, yeah. shoulders—they're real ones. They are uh, Pig, real sh- n- uh, sheep's sheep. Uh. Sheep. Sheep's. Yes. Yeah. Um, right. So, on to a bit more information. Chew's ice house, as it was dubbed by the crew. Yeah. All right. Uh, let me find a bit. I'm 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 looking at. Uh, Future Noir, the making of Blade Runner here. Right. All right. Oh, I, I forgot to say, also the carbon arc started melting the uh, stalactites on the ceiling. So if you watch <laughs> the stalactites from shot to shot, they, yep. they, they grow, then shrink, then grow, then shrink. Oh. Yes. Uh, it says, um, yeah, as for the many eyeballs on display, these were a mixed bag. Those closest to the camera are actual sheep's eyes purchased from a nearby slaughterhouse, while those not needed to be subjected to the camera's intense scrutiny were artificial orbs purchased from Max Factor of Hollywood. Wow. Standard aquariums were then utilised as the tank to use to store his eyes. Now, Max Factor would have been a good name for Blade Runner. Yeah. Wouldn't it? That's a a good detective name. Um, What were Max Factor having? What were they for? Eye makeup, I guess. If you're like, oh, you know, uh, take yeah. photos of eye makeup, and it's cheaper than hiring a model to just sit there. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I naively didn't sort of think of that one. Yeah, it makes sense. It fake eyes. It's yeah. almost like Hollywood is fake, isn't it? It's horrible. What a thought. Oh, what a thought. Right. So, the actor James Hong, his yes, thoughts. Yes. Very famous actor. Yeah. If you're in certain fields. Yeah. His opinion. On yep. Chu, he says, this is a quote from old James, I played Chu as a brilliant scientist who was on the edge of senility. Being in that refrigerator and working so hard, 16, 20 hours a day had probably gotten to him. I think his job might have even frozen part of Chu's brain. Ridley and I also saw Chu as constantly invented all these gadgets to help him stay in that refrigerator like those stupid heating pipes in the back of his coat. The reason he's got all that paraphernalia is that he can't bear the thought of leaving his eyeballs, which Chu considers his children, any longer than he has to. In fact, I asked Ridley if I could speak Chinese to those eyes during the opening of my scene, and I did. Chu was making sweet talk to the kids. You good little children, how are you today? Things like that. Right? So he he basically thinks of the eyes as his kids. Yes. That's quite nice, isn't it? Because that is how, you know, that's how people behave and it's their creation yeah and this is the translation this is what he's saying right when uh, we when we first see him and as Roy and Leon come in he says in Chinese ha yes so little time 
And then he examines an eye under the microscope and then he says, ha ha, so beautiful. And that's when Roy and Leon come, comes in. Ha ha, beautiful indeed, he says again. And then when his coat is being tugged, he says in Chinese, where did you come from? What the hell do you think you're doing? And then speaks into his microphone on his shoulder, Ah Chong, come quickly. So whoever that was out there was called Ah Chong. All right. Ah, well, Ah Chong as in the letter Ah Chong, or Ah as in A-H. A-H hyphen Chong, come quickly. So that's the other dead person, I think. Chong. Yes. And Bill, no, Marvin Westmore did the makeup to Bud. Yeah. We don't yeah. like Bud, do we? We're not a fan of Bud, no. No, we're not. Um, yeah, they did an old age makeup on him. Um, they also stuck a little uh, fake chin piece on James to make him more like a mandarin. Oh, oh as in the beard, or is that's an actual fake chin? He's got? It's a fake chin. But oh. then he says... and So we've got Chong, Chu and Chin. <laughs> yes. And we've got a tattoo as well. Oh, because, yeah. because Marvin Westmore says... The touch nobody ever asked me about is that tattoo on Chu's left cheek. I didn't and if you even look, know he had one. Yeah, he has got a mark. It doesn't look like a tattoo, but it is a mark. But apparently it's a tattoo. And he says, Ridley wanted something different on Chu's face. So we put a little mark there, possibly as an identifying number. A lot of things we did on Blade Runner were possibly it's this or possibly it's that. Anyway, the tattoo itself is just the last four digits of my home telephone number combined with a barcode type of thing. I drew that on with what we call a tattoo coloured ink pen. I never know. I just assumed it was uh, wrinkles. No, 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 no. So that's that. And yeah, the whole fiery the angels fell, burning with the fires of Orc. That is a quote from William Blake's poem, America, a Prophecy. Oh. Okay. I don't know. I'm not up on my. Hmm. Well, David Peoples, one of the co-writers, said, uh, During my rewrites, I'd done a scene where Batty discovers that ty- that the Tyrell he kills isn't a real one, but a replicant. Oh, yeah, I remember you saying about yeah. that. And somewhere in that scene, I'd slipped in a reference to a poem by Shelley called Ozymandias. Oh, yeah. Now, Ridley is a culturally alert guy. He said, that's good. There ought to be a reference to Blake, too. Let's give it to Batty. But I'm not a Blake fan. In fact, I'd never read him before. So I dutifully went out and purchased a book of Blake, came across that America poem, rewrote it a bit, and gave the lines to Roy as a piece of dialogue, which seemed to work. So there you go. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then he put that uh, Aussie man guy poem in uh, Alien Covenant, didn't he? Yes, yeah. David keeps spouting. Yeah. Um, yeah, one last thing when um, he's angry and he's, he, he's shouting at, um, at Roy he says in Chinese how can this be, it can't be and that's when he then switches to right. English and says you not come here, illegal alright it's very polite isn't it yes Yeah. so that's that, that's that, that's that yep we're all done with uh, um, behind the scenes so yeah James Hong as you say <laughs> oh my god yes. I said to you earlier in the week, didn't I, that usually when I go on IMDb, um, if if I to look for the genre things somebody's been in, if I know it's a bit of a slog if if they've been in about ninety to a hundred things. Yeah. James Hong has has been in 
474 things. So um, I've had to spread this over a couple of days going through yeah. them one by one, I, seeing I, if it's yeah. genre or I, not. That's what I don't think I, people probably don't realise, then, is that uh, the, the, the genre tally, you, you, you have to look through. And some, some film titles, TV titles, quite obvious... But some you have to check, don't you, to go, is this sci-fi, is it yeah. horror, or is it just a, a silly name thing? But 490 art, he's a busy fella. But genre-wise, he hasn't done an awful lot proportionally to everything else, because he was in everything, you know, yeah. a, a, any, any soap, any drama series during the 70s, he was in it. He was sort of the, uh, the Hollywood equivalent to... Burkwok over here. Yes, you know if they if they needed someone of any sort of Asian persuasion. Yeah, Asian persuasion. Yeah, that's yeah. a good name for a band, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So Going yeah, on we... the stage. It's <laughs> Asian persuasion. Now, because he has a uh, a, a very long career, he yep. I, as I say, I thought his genre tally would be longer. It's still high. He is in second place. Really? Wow. Yeah, 73 is his genre tally. That is still a lot. It is a lot, isn't it? But I just thought he would have been in more. Will it be a case of quality as well? Because we've had quantity before where it hasn't been quality, haven't we? Well, there are some guess the plots in this. All right. First one, first genre thing he was ever in, immediately, of course, I think of you, because he was in Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Ah, the American. Yes, he was. Yeah. yeah. Again, they uh, they would because uh, I don't know if people are presumably aware that uh, Godzilla, when it was uh, made in Japan as Godzilla, was uh, remade or re-edited a year later for American audiences, and the thought was uh, people wouldn't want to watch a foreign film if it hasn't got Americans in. Um, mm. So they they brought in um, uh, Raymond Burr. Steve Martin, strangely. Uh, And what they did, they tied it in really well, but they would film Steve Martin talking to people with their backs to the camera that were playing the the characters, the actors from the Japanese version. And so they would hire pretty much any Asian actor they could find to do these scenes. Yeah, so it's not not a surprise that he's in it, to be honest. No. All right, so that's his first one. Then one step beyond that TV anthology thing. Then The Outer Limits in a story called The Hundred Days of the Dragon. Right. Um, oh, dear. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I think, genre or not, a lot of the times it's yeah. going to be ouch. Um, oh, dear. Yeah. Watching it. Yeah. Or, 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 uh, Product ideas. of their time. Yeah. Uh, the Satan Bug, he was in that. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a good film, man. Yeah. I Dream of Genie. Oh, right. Oh, don't, don't tell me he played. He would have either played a mysterious and inscrutable businessman from Tokyo visiting the advertising agency or whatever. Mm. And I'm thinking the Bewitched. I Dream of Genie. Uh, a visiting uh, Japanese officer. Well, he's called Chan. That's all yeah. I know. Oh. All right. Um, Destination Inner Space. Oh, God, yeah. That's a terrible film. That's one where the monsters look great in photos. Yes. But um, then you watch the darn thing. Yeah, the, mo- the monsters are right. It's, not, it's a nice suit. It's just the rest of the film is so boring. Yeah. You know, it's like we've got a, we've got a monster. It'd be the same as if they did Alien, 
but cut out all the alieny bits because we want we want a, a, a romance love triangle between three of the characters. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Colossus, the Forbin Project. Oh, I see. He's done some good sci-fi films. Yeah, he starts off all right, but I think he's done a you know a bit of a uh, Vernon Wells thing and changed his agent um, shortly. Uh, Earth Two. (laughs) Oh, the Gene Roddenberry. Yep. Unused pilot, which I've never seen. Uh, Then he was in the Bionic Woman. Right. Okay, played Kurosawa in that. Not the director, I don't think. Uh, then, then Wonder Woman. He was in an right. episode of Wonder Woman. And then he was in a show. We've never mentioned this show, I don't think, on oh, right. any podcast we've ever done. Um, and I don't remember anything about it. Um, Salvage One. Oh, I used to love Salvage One. Andy yeah. Griffiths. It was, um, it was really sort of clever premise, but it, it rapidly... It was another one of those where you think of a really good idea for a pilot... And then the studio goes, okay, yeah, make a series. And they go, oh, bugger. What <laughs> basically, Yeah, he, was, he owned a junkyard. And uh, I think for some sort of publicity stunt or something, he wanted to go to the moon because he wanted to be the, the, the scrap merchant that got all the NASA stuff. Um, so he builds a rocket out of scrap. Uh, and there's this really, really sort of odier physics thing going on where... They can't, they can't heat shield it or anything. But if your rocket goes slow enough, it doesn't need a heat shield. Yeah, and so it's this. He builds this rocket out of an old cement mixer. It looked um, rubbish. I remember that, that the spaceship looking terrible. I, I haven't seen it since it was first broadcast. It probably hasn't aged well. But the, they run out of stories because there's obviously only so many stories where the gimmick is, I've got a spaceship. Yes. You know, they're all earthbound. So, so he would do things like there, there was a, a storyline where a, a rogue iceberg was heading for California and he has to use his spaceship to land on it to get out of the way and stuff. It was really ropey storylines. But Andy Griffiths, is always, he's always watchable. Hmm. But yeah, I've not seen that since it, it was, I think it was on ITV or something. It was ITV. Mm. What, 79? 78? Yeah. It, was something like it, that, must been, it? it must have been a while because it stuck with me. I remember it. Uh, I, I remember watching it because it was science fiction, but just being very, very yeah. bored by it. Yeah, I think that the, the run in the weekly story it only lasted about eight episodes, didn't it, I think, before yeah. it was axed. Mm. All right, uh, after that, Blade Runner, then the god awful Manimal. Oh, God, yeah. Do you remember Manimal? Yeah, I do, yes. Yeah. Oh, dear. Uh, That's then, not aged well. <laughs> no. Then Tales from the Dark Side. Alright, yep. Okay, and then, I mean, Chew is, you know, stamped on my brain. One of James' creations, but shortly after that is Lopan in Big Trouble yes. in Little China. <laughs> He's amazing what? in that. So, even if he hadn't done all the other stuff, the fact that he was in Godzilla, Blade Runner, and Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. This guy is royalty as far as sci-fi is concerned. He is. He's, yeah. he's brilliant. No, he's, now this he's really great. pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He is superb, isn't it? Yeah. Um, a film I only watched once, uh, The Golden Child. I've the never Eddie seen Murphy it. Eddie Murphy film. I'm never seen it. I'm not a great it. fan of Eddie Murphy. I watched it because I knew ILM did the, the, yeah. the winged creature in it, and I watched it for that. Uh, the TV series of Beauty and the Beast, you know, the Linda oh, Hamilton, right, yeah. Ron Perlman thing. No, never mind, cup of tea. No. Uh, then War of the Worlds, the uh, TV version. TV 
or That's the World Championship. Yeah. And here, here we go. It, we, you have one, two, three, four, four. Guess the plot lines oh, now, because he's changed his agent, I think. Uh, the Rocket Boy uh, is a TV movie. Uh, um, what's the Rocket Boy about? Well, I imagine it's a boy <laughs> that gets a rocket, perhaps. Um, there's two. There's two storylines. It could be uh, on the back of ET, uh, an alien boy comes down and lives on a farm and learns what it is to be American. Or it could be a boy having adventures with his rocket pack. I don't remember any film like that, but uh, could be either of them. Right. Um, you're, you're right in that it, an alien is involved. Yeah. The actual plot line is, get ready for this, apparently it's a sci-fi comedy, all right? Yeah. So I, I think that can explain Comedy in some inverted commas, yeah. probably. Wait for the end of this sentence, all right? On. Wait for the end of this. You'll, you'll be listening to it. And you're going, okay, okay, okay. And then I'll get to the end of the sentence. You've got to go, what? Okay. You ready? Right. Sure. A gentle video clerk, I guess that's the boy. Yeah. A gentle video clerk has a secret double life as an intergalactic crime fighter who must stop an evil alien from stealing the hair off human heads. What? Now, I told you you'd say, what? Yeah. Okay. Fair what a surprise that. we've never heard of this before. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised this hasn't been uh, rebooted. All right. So you didn't get that one. Next one, Shadow Zone. What could Shadow Zone Shadow be about? Zone. That again could be two things. Could be a shady government organisation. Uh, look, you know, looking at uh, clandestine alien stuff. Or Shadow Zone. It could be uh, someone opens a portal to a shadow dimension where evil lurks but evil is probably uh you know some stunt man with a you know a, a new forehead it's going to be something cheap i'll go uh, with the x files type thing right. uh, i'm going to give it to you because yeah. the, the the plot line says scientists experiment with extreme deep sleep and find a parallel dimension oh oh cool now they find the door works both ways and something has come through these doors always work both ways. I guarantee well, that's why whatever's, doors. whatever's come through is going to be someone in black leather, and it always yeah. is. Around yeah. that time. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, Dragonflight. What about Dragonflight? Dragonflight? See, I, I would imagine that's going to be a really... It might be a bit early for, like, a lame CGI-laden Dungeons & Dragons type fantasy show or film. Yeah, yeah. Really you, low budget. You'd be right. It's nothing yeah. to do with... It's uh, not really anything to do with dragons. Oh, well, the name's a bit of a, a, a tease then. Um, experimental test pilots? <laughs> no, it yeah. says, In the future, large corporations earn millions of dollars by staging gladiatorial fights to the death that are shown on worldwide television. One day, however, a fighter who is scheduled to hunt and kill an opponent in the Arizona desert decides he's had enough and makes a run for it. His opponent is instructed to track him down and kill him. That's got nothing to do with dragons at no, all. No, not at all. Or um, flying. Or flying. The, the, that was a, well, to be fair, Blade Runner's got nothing to do with the film of the same name. Um, yeah, why, whenever they do these, uh, you know, we're, we're going to have a televised version of um, uh, of the, the greatest game and have people hunting humans, let's set it in a desert. Mm. That's not very televisual, but it's cheap. It is very cheap. I uh, bet they go past Bronson Canyon. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> right, and then Forever Night. Have you heard of Forever, Forever Night? Night? It's I a think TV I movie. I have. Is it, a, is, it the vam- is it a vampire thing? Yes. Wasn't that, wasn't that the one where it had the prototype spike in it? A, br- a sarcastic British blonde vampire. Well, all it I says is 800-year-old vampire Nick Knight yep. quests for redemption as a cop in Toronto trying to hide his vampiric nature from the rest of the world. Do you know what I vaguely remember? I used to watch all these vampire shows. You soaked it up, didn't you? I did, yeah. I was into Buffy and I was like, oh, this could be the new Buffy. Oh, it's not. This mm. could be the new Buffy. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, then The Shadow, the Alec Baldwin Oh god! Um, superhero film. Then sticking with superheroes, the new adventures of Superman. Yep. Comic books again. Tank Girl. Oh. And uh, and then favorite. here we go. Gladiator Cop. Gladiator Cop. Oh god! Now there were so many of these something cops, weren't they? Like Samurai Cop and yep. stuff like that. Gladiator Cop suggests. I mean, I'd, I'd actually probably see this if, it, if this is the storyline I would probably watch it uh, that a gladiator falls through a time hole and becomes a modern cop in Los Angeles I doubt it is I imagine it's more he's a cop that doesn't obey by the rules he you know he's a, he's a one man killing gang it's going to be one of them sort of nonsense well it's things. yeah well hmm. apparently Alexander the Great has a sword and it's stolen from a museum as it right. holds special powers for the reincarnation of Alexander himself. Oh, Illegal gladiator-style duels are held around New York. The cop investigating has uh, visions of these fights. So it's more we're ripping off Highlander. That's made a bit of money. Yeah, that's, okay. that, that screams Highlander, doesn't it? Yeah. Then Cyber Bandits. I didn't <laughs> put the plot line down for that. God, no, uh, that's good. that sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, do you remember BMX Bandits? Yeah, I do indeed. Yeah, I showed right. it, yeah. Um, then The X-Files. He played oh, right. Hard-Faced Man in The X-Files. Oh. The uh, part he was born to play. Yeah, talking about Hard-Faced Men. He was in uh, Millennium with Lance Henriksen. Oh, right, yeah. Couldn't uh, get into that. Tried, couldn't. I don't think I ever even attempted it. Um, Spawn, the cartoon oh, version right. of yep. Spawn. He was in that. Um, then Teen Titans, the animated Teen Titans cartoon. Then we'll nip through these. Forbidden Warrior. I haven't put the plot line down for that. That you know, that's going to be another sword, another, sorcery type. Another thing, stinker. Right? Uh, then Avatar: The Last Airbender, the TV version. Uh, he was in that two times. Dragon Dynasty. Yeah, have a go at Dragon Dynasty. I would like it to be. Dynasty, but with dragons. Which I suppose, realistically, that's what um, Game of Thrones House of the Dragon is. Yep. But, yeah, that would be good. I can't see it. I imagine it's uh, dragon as in stereotypical Japanese sort of crime family type things. Well, it says Marco Polo. Oh, God. I'm and his men, yeah, yeah. and his men are travelling home from ancient China when they are attacked by dragons sent by the emperor's sneaky advisor. That sounds alright, actually. Yeah, I might track that down. Yeah. Then possibly the greatest name of a cartoon ever made, right? right? Super Robot Monkey Team Hyperforce Go. That's got to be a Mickey take one, isn't it? Like, you know, uh, it's going to be a cartoon. Power Rangers yeah. type thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he was in that 11 times. Well, his voice was in that 11 times. Uh, Yeah, that god-awful remake of The Day the Earth Stood Still. Oh, 
I got about 10 minutes in and gave up. Generation Rex. It's a cartoon, Generation that's Rex. That's going to be some sort of T-Rex that's become intelligent and solves crime. No, 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 it's not at all. It says, in a future where humans are un uh, infected by untested microscopic robots, a young man with the ability to control the bots helps a government agency control the tech's vicious creations. I think I'd rather have mine one. Yeah. Uh, then The Lost Medallion, which was a time right. travel TV movie. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We're getting... Right. Near, near to now uh, Star Wars Rebels he was in that three yeah, times the cartoon uh, then something called The Thundermans which is a TV comedy about superheroes superheroes at home you know sort of thing oh, you know, okay, like the Incredibles okay, yeah. uh, The Last Short Sharknado it's about time oh, is that when the, the Sharknado time travels is there is there such a thing? Time travelling sharks. I think so, yeah. Time travelling sharks. Okay. Uh, Abominable, which was a cartoon about the Abominable Snowman. Oh uh, yeah, I, I remember seeing adverts for that. Yeah. Scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting uh, we're getting really up to date now. Teen Titans Go, which was the revamped T Teen Titans cartoon show. Beast Mode, which was a horror film. Space Command, which was a TV show two times. Batman: Soul of the Dragon. Uh, that's an animation. Troll Hunters, Rise of the Titans. Yeah. Then Star Wars Visions, which was only what yeah, last year or, or the year before. And then this year, Gremlins: Secrets of the Mogwai. Is that a documentary or something? No, no, no. I, I think it's a, a, a spin-off of Gremlins. Oh right. And he plays Grandpa ten times. So I I'm guess he's sure assuming the role of, that, of the yeah. chap that was in the yeah. uh, the first one, who was Mogwai's owner in the, in he, the little he'll, shop. He'll, he'll be the stereotypical Asian guy that comes on and tells you the vague rules. Yes, yeah, just like in the first yeah. film. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's his genre tally. Yeah. I mean, right. fair dues to him. That's some quality stuff. Yep. And yep. some stuff to pay the bills, probably. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right, so, uh, okay then, um, Hannibal then. Yep. Um, what do you think of his design? What do you think of his look? I, I, I love his design. I love his look. Like I say, he's one of the characters that stuck with me from the first time watching it. It was like, oh, I'm intrigued. Um, yeah, he, he, I, I do like it. I think he, he's a, he doesn't do a lot, but what he does, he does perfectly. Um, and it's a great memorable scene. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think... Design only, not effectiveness. This is just uh, design. Right. Oh yeah, we we split these. Ones. Yeah, this so is Blade Runner. I get confused because we've got one where we just give an overall. Oh, that was a, that's alien in character, that. isn't it? Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, design then. Uh, I'm going to give him a seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. I I, I love his coat. I love the hoses yeah. coming out the back of it. I love his glasses. Um, and so I'm a bit higher. I'm eight. Yeah, on that one. All right, so that's seven point seven five. And how effective is? Uh, I I love tube? him. I think he's great. Uh, I'm gonna go up to. Oh, do I go to nine? So I'm gonna go to eight and a half. No, I'm gonna go to nine. I I think he's great. But yep, that's. I will join yep. you in that nine. He is, and considering he's in the film for what? That's less than five <laughs> minutes, isn't it? Yes. That's yeah, we've talked. We've talked about him much much longer than his <laughs> part was. Yeah. So um, yeah. A classic character, um, so I'll join you in that nine. So, and as I say, we're getting 
th these things are going to be busy. That gives him an average of 8.375. And these, yep. th these, you know, point whatever, whatever, whatever might become important later on. Oh, I think, yeah, I reckon so. All right, so 8.375, what a surprise, puts him in an apartment all by himself. Yeah, well, all right. probably a very cold apartment. Yes, yeah. Uh, the, his nearest neighbour is Tyrell, oh. the guy he ratted out at 8.5. Oh. I wonder if Tyrell ever realised. He just went, choo! Choo! <laughs> 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 All right, so that means our uh, top five uh, right now is in fifth place. We've got Lieutenant Joshi, Kay's right. boss from 2049. Then we've got Chu in fourth place. Third place is Tyrell. Second place is Joy. And number one is Zora. See, I, when we started this, I would have said, or probably all of my top ten would have been Blade Runner, mm. the original. Yeah. Um, that so Joshy is hanging on in there, yeah, isn't no, she? Well, well yeah. done, Joshy. Yeah. 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 All right, and that's it. That's it. Uh, we've say goodbye to uh, Chu. Yeah. Goodbye um, to 2019. Yeah. We've kept an eye on him, and now we look forward to 2049. Oh, I see. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I see. Um, yeah. His room was pretty icy as yeah, well. Very icy. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. Um, all I'll say about uh, our next character is: uh, Will you love it? Is it love? It. That's what a Bob Marley is song, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about love. Oh, love. I was watching her this morning in C, which is Eyeballs Again. Is it? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's a, good, it's a really good show on um, Apple Apple TV, uh, and it's Jason Momoa. Uh, and it's oh, about, you've mentioned this yeah, before. Yeah, a fu futuristic world where the entirety of humanity is blind, and they've built up a civilization to cope with this, and then people with sight start coming along uh, it's really it's a very good thought-provoking uh, incredibly violent as well but yeah she plays the main villain in a very sort of serverland style way she's great okay well we don't have apple tv so oh. i'll take your word for it i'll have to see if it, some of the episodes are on youtube or clips oh, anyway I'm sure someone must have uh, before before up, next yeah. time yes okay all right well i'll see you next time for that then yes join us for a love fest a love fest yes yeah or, or will it be? We don't it know. It might not be, no. Yeah, we, yeah. Like a we shall see. All right. Okay, okay folks. Okay, then. See you Thanks then. then. Right. Bye. Bye.